Hello, everybody. What's happening out there? Tuesday pre-show. We got some excitement tonight from 9 to 10, the regular broadcast. And from 10 to 11, I have no idea what drilling down we're going to find. But uh, all good to me. Hello, Ashley. Hello, Prom. Hello, we are watchers are coming in the house. Pre-show. A new member just came in, Carl Brevlick. Thanks for joining, Carl. Thanks for joining. Good evening, BC. Still a cold one here in the United States. I don't see no warmth yet. Tomorrow's supposed to warm up. Hello, Curtis. What's happening? There's my man, Curtis. There's our new member, Carl. Starlene's in the house. Ashley, the prom. We are watchers. Beautiful. There's Judy. We'll be on tomorrow for a free, a free, a recap of tonight's show. Jazz dear. Hope everything went well. She got her coffee mug. Being on my paid member site for 12 months straight. I thank you so much, Jazz D, and the other members that have been with me 12 months straight on the YouTube side. Thank you so much. Hello, Scott. How's it going? Becky. Hello, Cindy. Very good, Cindy. You're on the ball. Give you a like on that. Um, of course, I always got to start my shows out, you know, thanking everybody on the YouTube membership side, which we need a lot of help. I want to thank the Knights, the Captains, the Marshals, the Senechels that are still with me. Very good, Jazz D. Very good. Yep, I want to thank all my YouTube supporters. And especially Judy and Daniel Spino for that extra push. Without them, this place doesn't run. And all my supporters, I thank you so much. Tomorrow I'll name you all. Also, uh, for Renee Tuttle, anybody has any inspiration on Oak Island Season 9, pictures, drawings, anything, send them to Renee in our group, she's in charge of that. I have no dealings with that at all. She's in charge of what's acceptable, what's not. Then towards the end of the year, we'll show them all to the world. Hello, Jeff. Thanks for coming in. I want to thank my moderators, uh, Tammy, Judy, Renee, Michelle, Daniel, Starling, Kathy, and Scott. And to our Quest lifetime contributor, Chris Dona. When you see the number on the bottom of me, 1-323-813-4135, as nobody calls in anyways, that's the time to call in. Put it in chat that you're calling in, that I know you're getting a call, and we'll get you right in there. I want to welcome all my Quest of Oak Island Facebook group, my YouTube channel, my channels on Twitch and Twitter, 
And also, all the podcast that do our, does our audio from Anchor Host to Spotify to Apple to Pandora to iHeartRadio, I thank them so, so much. They're always listening to us, Judy. They're always listening to us. <clears throat> There's Linda. She came in the house. Hi, Rebecca. Rebecca, how you doing? On the Facebook side. So I guess today, which is episode 15, eyes and boot in the ground, we should see some hammer grabs today. What do you think, guys? We should see some hammer grabs. <clears throat> We also passed our half a million views on our uh, QOOI YouTube channel. 502,696 views so far, so we did good there. And from our trivia contest a couple of Saturdays ago, we got the winner of Darlene Barkhouse, Dougie, at 15,600. Second place was Scott Lonsberry, 14850 Third place was Tammy Gregory Hurst with 2000 Next was Ken Larson with 2000 The next was Cindy Monroe with 1100 Ashley Davis with 200 And Kathy Buckham, 100 points. Thank you, everybody. And don't forget, if you have one Equest Oak Island, membership mug you can't win two you still can play same as my moderators but they'll just go to the qualified person that didn't get a mug and is not a moderator so if you're like the seventh person there you still will have a chance because nobody that has one one will get another one not unless i uh not unless i get another uh uh mug Who's this? Didi, I thank you so much. Oh, my lordy, 40. And guys, this is Didi Williams, the artist. Please support her at her YouTube site at I-N-K-I-W-E-L-L. It's I-N-K-I-W-E-L-L. She's an artist. If you're into all that with the drawings and the colorings and the colors and the paintings, please uh, support her. Hello, Professor Daniel Spino. It's Dee Dee William, Williamham. Dee Dee Williamham. Dee Dee, I always want to call you Williams for some reason. Maybe I got Bernie Williams on my mind. He's a New York Yankee uh, retired uh, baseball player. So it's Dee Dee Willingham. She's the artist. She's the one that drew me. She has a lot of drawings on there. If you go to her YouTube site, she did a lot of uh, drawings of the Gold Rush uh, people. Just unbelievable. And then there's the drawing of me. Just unbelievable. She makes me look 20 years younger. Dee, whatever I can do for you. 
There's got to be artists in my group out of 70,000 people that'll come see you. And what time do you usually come on? It's at 10 in the morning to 2 or 3? Well, we can check that out after. I didn't write that down. Hello, Deborah Polk. Yup, Dee Dee Williams. She's in my uh, group. I'm in her group. And unbelievable. Just unbelievable. And I thank you for your support, Dee. Wow. Let me see, where am I here? He threw me all off here now. I'm getting so excited. Alrighty, so today we should see a hammer grab. Yup, Starlene, she does fantastic work. The talent for that, I can barely just cursive my name clearly. How she does those pencil drawings. I have no idea. And those colorings, they look like unbelievable talent she has. I'm just, I'm just like a wow. Yup, Judy, Linda, very good. Caroline, I don't know if I gave her some publicity here. Here's Caroline. Very nice, very nice. Um, yeah, so uh, Darlene Barkhouse Doogie is getting a mug up there in Canada. Yup, they will. They will. And um, it's just unbelievable. We got to find out what this eyes and boot in the ground means. And when the team says in the promo, with new scientific evidence, supports the theory that the Knights Templars were involved in Oak Island. I have no idea what they found, or this could be just a theory, guys. Just a theory. I'm talking to uh, Vanessa Lucido. At the same time, I just came on. So we're setting something up for the first week of March. She'll be on live with me. She's the owner and the CEO of Rock Equipment. Very nice woman. Very nice girl. She was on before. And it's going to be on during a weekday. She can't do the weekends. So it's going to be on a Monday through Friday. I said, whatever's good um, for her, she's going to get back. Yup, Ashley, we all want to know. You know, they put them words in there, Templar, treasure, treasure chest, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? So we'll go through their little promo first. And then I got a Johnny Stammer head scratcher uh, for D2. All right, now they see the secrets come to the service. Tammy, I have no idea what the drilling down is going to be. Usually we've seen all of them in reruns, but I don't know what it is on this dub. Me and Judy will be very busy tonight from quarter to nine to almost 11 o'clock. So that's talking about tonight, like I showed last week. And this drilling down, that's all the information they gave us on this drilling down. Is this one right here? No format. So it could be a rerun. It could be new. We don't know. Hello, Sand Dollar. Thanks for coming in on the pre show Tuesday. 
to get hyped up. Then they showed us uh, Rick and Marty just looking at that hammer grab. And there they are, just waiting to see. And Kathy says the hook. And there's the promo showing the can and them guys around the uh, sausage table, they call it. Everybody looking and waiting, guys, just like us. No, I don't think so, Linda. And there's the first hammer grab. And it looks like it's all full of wood. You're welcome, Sand Dollar. You're welcome. Here's a new uh, scanning system that they were scanning. Maybe that's the piece they found near the swamp. I'm not sure. Yup, Daniel. I hear you. And there's all the wood that came out of D2. And I got a Johnny head scratcher for this D2 location that I put together. Next time. Yes, Ken, the wash plant is all set up yet, but I don't know if the water... Uh, is filled up. Obviously, they did this last summer. So, obviously, everything's up and going. Once the spring-fed swamp is full, and the pumps are pumping it to the wash plant. Yep, about five cubic yards per grab. Per grab. So, guys, I was thinking this. That's all we've been seeing is wood, right? Out of the swamp. Pieces that could have maybe floated in when there was no road there. Or a small ship that's in the swamp, right? So now they decide to go to D2. You follow me so far? Not F4. F4 was the highest concentration of gold and silver at F4, but they decided on D2 because of the silver, of silver, because of the uh, the gold on the metal and older wood on the bottom, 1406 or 1408, somewhere in there, okay? That's why they chose D2 first. So I'm looking at this. You ready, guys? Here goes Johnny. Up there, you see C1, correct? Right, Billy. They had the metal chunk. This is up for discussion here, what I'm going to put up. Hello, Virginia. Thanks for coming in. You see C1, and then a square away, you see where they're digging D2, which would be five feet, maybe seven feet away from C1. They're doing D2. You see that? So I started scratching my head when I saw the promo. Why, you ask, why, Johnny, why were you scratching your head when you saw the promo? Well, I saw the grab. I don't know how many grabs it was, 
coming up with all kinds of wood, right? That I just showed you. I scratch my head again. There's a closer look where D2 is. Each square is what now? Five by five by five by five. Five feet. So D2 is one square and three quarters away from C1. Hello, Jersey lady, Gloria. How are you? Thanks for coming in. So C1 from D2, I'd say is about eight feet away. You follow me? Okay, everybody's following me. Then I was thinking of this. There's C1, there's D2. See, on the left-hand side is the uh, alphabet. On the top side are the numbers. Just like you're playing bingo, you go from number two down two squares, you go over with the D, there's D2. So you got it where it is, right? I hope you're understanding what I'm saying here, as long as I'm trying to show you exactly where D2 is, about eight to seven feet away from C1. All right? D2. So I scratched my head. I saw the promo with a big hammer grab of wood, like you just saw that I repeated. So I said this. Look at where C1 is here. In the Dunfield dig location. The circle of Dunfield's location goes around D2. Now I know he dug his big pit like a pointed ice cream cone. The up sand dollar. So they're going to have to go, hello, Carl, a lot deeper than 140. What do you think, guys? I know it was dug by a cone, but even C1, they said, but that went down 170 feet, so it was a lot deeper. So I have to figure that this D2 has to start at 170. You see what I'm saying? 
No, Linda. D2 was only um, about seven feet away from... D2, look, C1, one square, and it's in the middle, only about seven feet away from D2. That's it, seven feet. Dunfield Circle. Look where they got C1 here. You only go six feet away. From C1, you're above that like E3.25. Dunfield's dig location goes way out near that north directional compass. So what I'm saying here is the things that we're finding at 80 feet and 90 feet, I'm not sure what the depth was with the old wood. But at OC1, they found wood dated at 1706. But I'm pretty sure on D2, they found wood in the 1400s, right? You guys follow me what I'm saying? Let's see what Ken says. Maybe. They were picking up shaft wood and such at 100 to 120, wasn't it? Even if it sloped farther down from there, couldn't it that step steeply down? I could guess 150, maybe, Ken, maybe. It all depends on the steepness of the angle. How steep was that ice cream cone shape that he, go, he went down? I'm talking about Dunfield. So what I'm saying is we know C1. The cavern was at 170 feet. So D2 minimum has to be 170. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Yep, unless the slope down and back up. Safer bet on the dating of some wood in the mid to late 1500s. Yeah. But I think that wood, because now that I'm talking about it, I should have wrote it down. The wood they found at 1400 was what depth? Was it in 90 feet? Going to have to look that up. On D2, what was the depth of the wood they found that was in the 1400s? Something rings a bell with me. 85 to 90 feet, somewhere in there. And I don't think that's deep enough. You know what I mean, guys? They could have used 100-year-old trees, yep. Yeah, Ken, doesn't 90 feet sound right for the wood? Yeah. So we're still in Dunfield's location. Are you up, Scott? 
And then my other thought. Of course, the 2022 tour season update is canceled. It's just too erratic. I figured they wouldn't have a tour season this this year, but please support my friend Tony Sampson up there on the Salty Dog Tours. At least you can go around the boat, around the island if you can get into Canada. You know what I mean? I'll put up a post in the Quest of Oak Island about supporting Tony Sampson. If you're going up there, there won't be no tours, but he gives a nice tour around the island. Tony Sampson, Salty Dog Tours. So, you know, Johnny Stimer's all over the place here. We're seeing a lot of wood. We're seeing a lot of dates, okay? When I was a surveyor, I always have a base point or a benchmark to go off of. We're getting carbon dating on all this wood. We don't know where it came from. Why don't we use Anderson's sea chest? Take that slider drawer out and get this thing dated. What do you think, guys? Get this chest dated with the slider drawer, the little drawer. Have them carbon date this sea chest. This way we have a benchmark to go off of and see what date this thing is at. Right, you guys, you won't have your camping trip this year. You have to wait for 2023 to camp on Oak Island. But I'm saying to get a base point, why don't they test the wood from Anderson's sea chest? Get a date. And there was another piece of wood that Dunfield gave a customer or a worker that he took home that Rick and Marty went to the home. And they gave him a piece of uh, something, a piece of a boat or something. Test that. But test this chest. Let's see. What, what could it hurt? I'm pretty sure they will let them, you know, like the insert there on the backside. So we have a benchmark. If this chest comes in, oh, uh, 1852, oh, well. No, Luann, it's just an ongoing joke that some of the members here are going to go to Oak Island and get together and camp out on the island. <laughs> but I was thinking of this. If it was Anderson's, it would date to the mid to the late 1700s unless it was handed down to him. Right, but what do you think, Professor? What about we get this sea chest dated for all their carbon dating testing? That we know nothing about all this wood that's getting tested. It could be a ship piece. It looks like a ship piece. The experts say it's some kind of ship pieces. But how it got in the swamp, who knows? But we know the background of this chest when you posted it. And it struck me. Why not test this? Does this sound 
a little bit too weird? Or not, guys? I want to know your opinions. What do you think, guys? Let me hear you. Could be. You know, because when I was a surveyor, you got benchmarks. You got one mark you know you go off of that all others relate to. This sea chest can be a marker or sort of a benchmark because we know the history of this this sea chest. Hello, robot. Thanks for coming in. There were two different landowners on Oak Island. The original owners of 1762, those were grouped with the depositors. They resold others to Anderson and Ball after the treasure was removed. Alrighty. But what do you think, robot, of getting this treasure, treasure, sea chest, it's not a treasure chest, but it's a sea chest, Get this thing dated. Use your carbon dating testing on it. And let us as fans know what's going on. Has anyone vented the documents, dated the paper? I have no idea, BC. No idea. They were shown it, and that's all we were told as fans. That's what it looks like. As far as testing, no idea. And Tammy says, I think they should see if Doug can go over all the books and papers in the chest. He's probably still in Dan Blankenship's office. And imagine all Zena's paperwork that's back in the trailer there. Oh, my lordy forty. Ken, I think they need to take a sort of core of wood of that. The surface has been exposed to too many external pollutants. Yeah, Ken, I was saying the inside of this sea chest has wooden drawers that they took out. Not drawers, but wooden sections inside. So they won't be exposed as much as the outside. But I thought that was a good idea. When I was scratching my head, I said, oh, I don't think anybody thought of that yet. But what do I know? Maybe somebody did. But uh, those are the things that come to my mind. And um, just to get a benchmark thing of what's going on. So we got tonight, the eyes and boot in the ground. Me and Judy will be on tomorrow night at 7.30 for the recap of tonight's show. I'm trying to get Vanessa Lucio. It's going to be the first week of March during the weekday. Could be Monday, Thursday, Friday. I don't know. Whatever's good for her. Weekends are bad. I'll let you know in the Quest of Oak Island Facebook and the community tab on YouTube. Don't forget to hit that like button in uh, YouTube. 
don't forget to join my membership if you can. It starts at $2.99 uh, level, and it goes up from there. All kinds of discounts. Sometimes it's free stuff. A lot of free stuff. And there's corpse in there. If you're there for 12 months, people are getting a free Quest of Oak Island membership mug. I thank you for your support. It's always needed. And wondering what drilling down is tonight. I'm pretty anxious about that. And on March 1st, I think March 1st, is it March 1st? Yeah. It's going to be called Gold Diggers. Daniel says, I know Anderson's New York Marine Society document was analyzed and original seal verified. Thank you, Professor. And it was dated at June 1781. There you go, BC. There you go. Well, I'm just curious about this carbon dating. We hear so much about. So uh, after the doubleheader tonight, we'll have, uh, it says episode 17. They're calling episode 16 drilling down here. But I don't know, me and Judy get confused on that. So they're calling next week's Gold Diggers. March 1st, 2022, an incredible discovery is made near the swamp as Rick, Marty, and the team continue digging in the money pit in search of the fabled treasure vault following a path first forged by u.s president franklin d roosevelt what do you think of that guys what do you think of that And Daniel says, I expect Anderson was set as part of a deal for his freedom to complete a mission involving espionage, the spies, the 007s. But this one here is called the Gold Diggers. After tonight's doubleheader, we'll talk about it tomorrow night with Judy. She'll have her synopsis tomorrow night. She'll be working double time. The incredible discoveries made near the swamp. I thought the swamp was done at that their money pit. As Rick and Marty and the team continued digging in the money pit in search of the treasure vault, following a path first forged by U.S. President Franklin D. Roosevelt. So we'll see what they grab tonight. At least we'll have uh, dirt moving tonight. You know what I mean, guys? Everybody looking at the hammer grab. Like hawks. But you got to think, if we're excited to see something going out, just imagine how they feel if you were sitting and leaning up against something at the money pit, watching every hammer grab come out, everything going to the wash plant, everything being metal detected. And the professor says, I think the digging happened on the edge of the swamp. It must be, Daniel. It must be. 
It must be. We got to figure out what they meant by eyes and boot in the ground. Boot. We'll find out. I figure last week would be um, all set up, which it was. Then the teeth hit the ground and that was it. So we're going to get digging tonight. A Templar boot? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. We haven't heard anything about the um, Sam Balls Foundation. We haven't heard anything about the McGinnis Foundation. Maybe they just don't want to go there because of the archaeology. They might find something that might stop them. So maybe they're just not doing anything uh, searchable in those two areas. You know what I mean, guys? Could be, could be, could be. They kid us up with the wording. You know how they get that wording in and confuse us. Like uh, Kathy says, they give us the hook. Yep. I hope they show us when they're putting cameras down. If it's clear enough for them to put a camera down the cans. Obviously, if we're thinking about it, they're thinking about it. But if they can't see, they can't see. They still won't be able to see any kind of side tunnels. I mean, they got the 50 scans of the money pit. We're waiting for that new scanning technology, but maybe that new scanning technology is uh, done. The technology that goes from under the island up to the top but we don't know we're not privy to that so that might have been done i have no idea a lot of people are working yeah and bill booting the money pit peg leg in the swamp i like that bill i like that very good maybe a buckle from the boot They come up with all kinds of stuff. Yep, they got to build the suspense, Ken. They got to have drama. We had drama. Now we'll have a little suspense and hold us for the big hook. Because if they're digging now, we'll probably have some more theorists coming in in the war room. Because usually they have 23 episodes. And I don't know if Beyond Oak Island is finished. It was sort of interesting last week about that treasure, that miner guy. That um, Scott Walter told us about and he passed away. But I don't think they mentioned anything because I didn't watch the whole thing. Everybody's got a treasure. I wish we would see one. Or part of one. But, like I said, it's been going on for, what, 230 years here? And it's about time we come up with something. Either it's there, it's not there, etc. It's interesting. It's history. People are learning. 
kids want to be uh, excavators. Girls want to be like uh, Vanessa and Aaron. You know, showing a lot of people they can get interested in other things. Archaeology, history, and so forth. And it creates interest. I mean, 3 million people watch the show every Tuesday night. And it's a family show, so obviously your kids can watch it, which is a plus. And we watch it like a hawk. I mean, we got to put up with the commercials and you got to put up with the uh, some of the impatient people that get so sick of wood, so sick of wood. Well, change the channel. You're not in the right group. Have patience. This is how the show is. I mean, we're used to it for nine years. And if they have a season 10, it'll be season 10, uh, 10 years. Yeah, Linda. I have learned more history watching this program, The Curse of Oak Island, than I ever learned in high school. I mean, I went to school for civil te- civil engineering, surveying and civil engineering, but all this history has got to change. Christopher Columbus, 1492, I don't think so. I don't think so. Then Linda says, I can see Gary going over the first grab. Now he's exciting to watch. Yeah, he's hyper. It's always Gary. He's the only one that talks. Who else talks? Peter don't talk. Rick and Marty really don't talk until they're into the war room discussing a piece that they, the editors say, can you talk about this, what you found? You know what I mean? So... Jack, he don't talk. Mr. Tester, he don't talk. Scott, he don't talk. Nobody talks. And the professor here, Daniel, our professor, our quest professor, our quest historian. What is evidence? I understand the frustration. It's pieces of the puzzle. Patience, yeah. People just don't understand. Then Cindy says, because of the show, I've learned a long, if history, a lot of history from Daniel Spino. Yes. Everybody's waiting for the big payday. I know. I know. That's what it's all about. But then if they find it, would you people still hang on if they wanted to search the rest of the island? Of course, it would come to a complete standstill if they found something. I think there's multiple treasures either there or gone from Oak Island in different locations. Like I told you before with Scott Walter, the Templars are not that stupid, the bankers of the world. If they did bring something over to Oak Island to put everything in one spot. You know what I mean? It just doesn't work that way. 
You up, Ashley? I hear you guys. I hear you. So I said, like, tonight is eyes and boot in the ground at 9 o'clock, and at 10 o'clock, it's a drilling down. No idea what it's about. And Linda says, no, it's got to be spread out. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Let's see, this guy, Robot, comes up with some good stuff. President Roosevelt was involved in it. They need to do a show connecting to Murder Island, just south of Oak Island. Royal Navy, slavery, yellow fever, burial grounds from the treasure. I like that, Robot. I like that. Very good. And Daniel, the history of Oak Island is a treasure in itself. Incredible how a little island generated so much interest over a long period of time. Lordy, 40, Daniel. Yup, BC, we're just in the swamp and we're at the money pit where there's a, a 50 shafts and 5,000 holes in the swamp. That's it so far. Lots of places to go. Lots of places to go. Alrighty, well, it's 8 o'clock. Don't have much more to go on tonight, so enjoy the show tonight. Enjoy the digging down. We'll have the synopsis tomorrow with Judy at 7.30. I'll have my screenshots of the show. We'll discuss all the screenshots. And... um. Do things like that like normal on Wednesday on the pre-show. So enjoy the show tonight. But remember, members, always go forward. You may get a setback, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams. But never give up. Never. Keep smiling. You be kind. For tomorrow was a never given. Never. So stay strong, stay positive, stay safe. Thank you for joining me tonight. We'll see you tomorrow night with uh, Judy at 7.30 with the synopsis and recap of tonight's show. I hope you enjoyed the show tonight, our quick quest 30. Thank you. Take care. And bye-bye.